Trent Cotney and John Kenny are dedicated to helping the construction industry with legal business and safety challenges. Welcome to this week's episode of Law & Mortar. Hey, this is Trent Cotney. I'd like to welcome everybody to another episode of Law & Mortar. As always, I got my partner in crime here, John Kenny. John, how are you doing? Doing great today. It's good to be here. Always love getting together and and doing these law and mortars, and, and thank you to our audience. We always thank you at the end, but here we're going to thank you at the beginning because it's really growing, and we enjoy hearing back from you. That's how we get all these lovely questions of the week. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's always good when you're out on the road somewhere and someone says that they listen to our podcast, so we know we're doing some good, and we got some great topics today, John. You know, going to start off with uh, some stuff in the immigration space. You know, immigration very politically charged issue. Uh, it's difficult for, you know, roofing and construction because lack of skilled labor is still the biggest problem that we face. So obviously finding a, a pathway towards, um, you know, legal immigration, legal citizenship is something that we're always interested in. Um, what's of interest is that this administration just announced that they are going to do version 2.0 of E-Verify. <laughs> E-Verify Next Gen, uh, I kid you not. And this e new E-Verify uh, is going to put a bigger burden on the employee to submit the required documentation. It's basically going to kind of commingle the I-9 and the E-Verify process. So you'll still have to maintain some records on your end, but a lot of that's going to be done electronically now. And what's really interesting about this, John, is that uh, through uh, my E-Verify portal, the employees can submit something and then once they be, get the verification, they can take that on the road with them. So if they leave their employer, they can go somewhere else and they've already got that. They don't have to continually e-verify. So I can see some benefit in this and that it's it's streamlining the process. I will say, you know, being the the lawyer I am, I'm, I'm kind of curious as to what the details are going to be and what the burden is going to be on the employer. Uh, this administration has not been very employer friendly. <laughs> And, uh, you know, uh, I, I am, that's always sort of in the background. So this was just announced. Um, I'm going to be doing an article on it. I'll try to get it on social media, but uh, pretty big news because I think it'll, it'll change a lot of how we go about, you know, obtaining the documentation to show legal citizenship. So what are your thoughts on that, John? Are you hearing anything on the immigration front on well, your end? I would, well, going back to the old, the old system, I, I think that, taking out whether it is more or less that we don't know yet employer friendly. I think the system is better for the employer if it goes correctly, because what really, I mean, I've been through this for years. What happens is you got to go through it. You verify they either hit, they don't hit. You might get a match letter later. And honestly, you know, come right out with it. We all know if you've been on the contracting side, you can be illegal and legal at the same exact time. It depends on what, paperwork you got backing it up so what i like about this is the employee puts it in should be verified that should end the shenanigans once you're in the system it's kind of like a driver's license it should follow you around and i'm kind of wondering if you know going back to the employer employee thing i do know this administration is absolutely pro-union and i wouldn't be surprised the unions might be in favor of this because this way here as they're bringing people into the apprentice program and all that they put them in, their E-Verify will now follow because it's very common in the union to work for multiple employers during the year, depending on who has work and what the jobs are. I mean, again, I'm just kind of feeling that out. 
Um, I'm always like you. I am the skeptic as far as anything the government comes out with. We like to see it first to kind of know it. But I think in principle, it may be a more streamlined, better system than what we have now. But uh, I say we we don't know enough yet. Yeah, I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic. Um, you know, I think it would be some improvement. You know, I still think I think it's an entirely different issue as to whether or not you should want E-Verify. You know, we talked about in previous uh, uh, podcasts about, you know, the, the new law in Florida and how that's caused a lot of upheaval and a lot of concern. Uh, because, you know, uh, right now in Florida, if you've got 25 or more employees, you have to E-Verify. And then that new law that went into effect here recently, just a few months ago, uh, changed the landscape a little bit. I haven't heard of a lot of enforcement, but, um, you know, just relying on I-9s, you've got some plausible deniability there. E-Verify, you don't have a lot, right? It, it is what it is. So, yeah, we're, it remains to be seen what this version 2.0 looks like. Uh, I will tell you that almost every government agency that we deal with is at least 10, if not 15 years behind in technology. So some of these things are going to happen. And, you know, it's it's kind of like, duh, well, that's the way it should be because we live in a, in a technological society. So, um, but yeah, we'll see, you know. Um, something else is coming up, John, and you and I were talking about it, uh, you know, just a little while ago is, uh, we got Western States Expo coming up. And for those of you that haven't attended WRE before, uh, it is a huge event. Uh, they have it in Vegas at Paris. Um, and it will be, what are the dates, John? It's like September. Uh, 20, well, Saturday. Okay, so it kicks off Saturday the 23rd, but the show itself is the 24th and 25th, which is a Sunday and a Monday. Yeah, and it's it's a huge show. I mean, there there are a lot of exhibitors there. Paris is a great location because you're right there on the strip, you know, and um, the uh, room board's cheap. A lot of great restaurants there. Um, really friendly people at Western States. You know, I like going. I like being able to participate. Um, John, I know you and I are doing a lot there. Why don't you tell everybody what you're doing? Yeah, well, um, you and I, and I know you'll speak more on We're doing a joint together on the uh, roofing history. So anybody who has come before, of course, you're going to get new stuff. That's what we like to do and get it back. Um, then I'm also doing a joint, uh, webinar with, uh, Jeff, uh, from Castagra, um, and what we're bringing to the table on that webinar and that session is on roofing service maintenance agreement and maintenance contracts and basically how to sell and develop, you, you know, your maintenance side. So again, if you're thinking about a maintenance business, if you're in it now, service, come in and see us. It's going to be from a very unique and it's not going to be based on anything particular like just roof coatings or just patch and repair or just maintenance agreements. We're going to give you that good overall how to grow. And then I have uh, two that I'm doing. One is on uh, estimating, which is going to be, again, more new stuff. If you've come before, you're going to get some new stuff. We always like to do that. And then I'm doing one a little bit different this year. Um, I've done one empowering your field leaders. This one is on the operations side of your business, but this is going to be how to put those SOPs and how to run your business on the operations side to be efficient, to make money, not make mistakes, and most importantly, stay out of legal trouble. So I'm not going to be talking legal because that's what Trent does. But if you get your business tuned up correctly on the operations side, you will find you'll get to talk to your lawyer on a more friendly, strategic, advanced note than let's go defend something. Am I right on that, Trent? You're absolutely right. I tell you what, man, this sounds like some great seminars. I'm going to 
sneak into a few of them and sit in the back. And, you know, I always like going out to, uh, to Western States because, you know, you and I, we get the Eastern time zone boost. So I'm on to wait three in the morning. It's, it's already six o'clock here, you know? So uh, I can hit all those seminars and be fresh as a daisy. So I'm looking forward to it. You know, we're, We've got our a lot of our crew out there. I, I know Ben Briggs is going to be speaking on the top five employment issues. Uh, Trey Batcher and I are going to be talking about insurance issues. We're going to cover a lot of the questions that you might have uh, as it relates to doing storm work or restoration work and cover CGL policies and some other things. Uh, I'm doing a couple of different seminars, one on OSHA defense and one on key contract provisions. Just working on that PowerPoint today, I added 10 new contract provisions for you. So this is stuff you get free if you come. Um, and then, like you said, history roofing, uh, I, it's a huge seminar. I, I've, I've gotten a sneak preview of what John's uh, added, and I, I'm going to go in and spend some time, add some of my stuff. Every year we, we talk about new things, new stuff to show. So I really recommend every, everyone goes there. And we're doing the roofers feud. So uh, real fun time. We go up, we do a family feud style um, game show at the end of the, the second day. Um, so encourage everybody to go there. We're going to get out prizes. So that's right on the show floor, too. So there's yeah. no excuses. right there. It's 3 p.m. Right uh, there. Time on Monday. So come on mm -hmm. out. Yeah. Still, still not sure how I got roped into to emceeing <laughs> that. But uh, yeah, it's, it's a, a great event. A lot of fun last time. Looking forward to seeing it. Um, really recommend, you know, if you haven't gone, come out. It's a great time. Say hi to either John or I or both of us. You know, we'll, we'll be there. And, uh, you know, always a good time. You know, real positive people and looking forward to it. It's so. an easy expo to go to. Trust me. I've been there. I like the Paris for that reason. The The show is not that far from the casino, the restaurants. The uh, mall that you walk through is not you don't have to go through 2000 shops. It's not that far down. And when you get there, you've got the show and the education is right on top of each other. And it's really a nice show to get around and uh, go through. So I, I'm with you, Trent. I think everybody, if you haven't come, it's a great opportunity to go. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and um, so we spent a lot of time on the show and we talked a little bit about immigration. So what I want to do now, John, is your favorite time. And I've got oh, my trusty file folder over here. As, well, as you can see, it's it's getting thicker and thicker with questions. But uh, this one I thought was interesting, and it's more of a youth question, right? And this one is from Jacob. Jacob is to the point now where he's had to buy enough trucks to where he needs to engage in some kind of fleet management, right? And he's clueless. Uh, basically, it's just been him. I'm paraphrasing here, but it's just been him buying the occasional truck, and and now he's trying to figure out best practices or what to do. Uh, and I know you handled some very large fleets and equipment and everything else. So I figured you'd have some great nuggets of knowledge that you could pass on. Yeah, so you're, you're, you know, you're at a great crossroads. Uh, you've now gotten large enough where you have that fleet, and it's really too large just to for an owner to try to keep up with. So there's a couple of ways you can go about it. One, of course, is in-house. So you've got to look at that, whether it's worth you bringing in a fleet manager and they can do other things for you as well, but they will basically handle everything. Make sure everything's scheduled for proper maintenance, uh, keep an eye on your fuel costs and trucks and when you need to buy them, work on getting you deals. Or the other way to go, which a lot of companies do, and I've done both, and a combination of both is go to a fleet management company. 
Um, you know, and I'm not promoting one over the other, but like enterprise as fleet management, there's Wix, other management, there's other management companies out there. And really what they do is it, so the, the important thing to understand is you don't have to always have your vehicles purchased through them to start. They will come in in your own own vehicles or your own lease vehicles. They have a way of coming in and just managing them for you. And then you have the option you can buy leasing through them, which usually is cheaper, but you don't have to. So they can come in and manage the whole system on a software platform that you can access and get your reports and know when a truck uh, is at its end of its lifetime and so on. So I recommend you look at that. And those are the two avenues that you can go. Yeah. And uh, correct me if I'm wrong, John, but I understand that if you've got a good you know, fleet arrangement that you also get discounts on, on other cars. I see a lot of roofing contractor owners driving around with Raptors and, uh, things. So (laughs) you get, if you, if you negotiate your deal correctly and as you grow, was it Jacob asked the question as you grow Jacob, you will actually find out you'll earn credits off of them, which actually you end up getting vehicles for free. You get so many, you end up getting one for free. It's not a scam. It does work. I've been on that side as a contractor and you get some good deals. So again, yeah. take a look at it, but that sounds like where you're at. Interview a couple companies, you know, look at it. Sometimes it's hard to do it in-house and that's the way to go is outsource it. That's some, some great advice. Thank you for the question, Jacob. I'd like to Thank again, our listeners really appreciate you guys tuning in. Uh, you know, we, we love doing this and we've been doing it for a while now. You know, what is this? 82, I think. 82. 82. Yeah. Marching up there. So, uh, stay tuned for, uh, next week for another episode of law and mortar. Uh, if you need to reach me, you can reach me. I am Trent Cotney at Trent.Cotney at ARlaw.com. John, how can they get you? That'd be Jay Kenny at CotneyConsulting.com. Great. Thanks so much guys. And we'll see you soon. See you soon. Take care.